Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland. Here with you. This woman up in New York just got charged with a very unique crime. Let me ask you a question. If you're listening to the to the show right now. Could you have a party at your house? But before you had the party, you had to hide the corpse of of your dead roommate. Would you be able to do that? You know, it's party time. You're you're having a party. You're having your friends over, and but there's there's one issue. Your 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 roommate is dead. And instead of calling authorities, instead of calling someone, anyone, saying, hey, my, my roommate's dead, could you, could you come over here and remove this body? You decide you're, you're going to hide your dead roommate in your in your house and and you're still going to have a party you're going to you're going to call your friends and you know your your friends are coming over cuz cuz you, you you had this party scheduled but i but you you've got this dead roommate and and but you don't you you still want to have the party you don't you don't want to you don't want to miss the party you planned an upstate new york woman that's what she's been accused of, hiding the corpse of her roommate who overdosed Okay. on, now, dr- on, on drugs. Now it's starting to become clear why she didn't call the authorities. But she continued to host not just one party, but parties. A 43-year-old woman was charged with one felony count of concealment of a human corpse. I, I, did you know that that, that you could be that, that that's a that's a crime? Well, I knew something was wrong with it. I didn't know the exact terminology, but I understand that hiding dead bodies, even if you didn't murder, it could be considered illegal. 
43-year-old Stephanie Hilburn was charged with one felony count of concealment of a human corpse. And she's looking at up to four years in prison if she's convicted in the, in the upstate New York town of Johnstown. The police up there got an anonymous call requesting a welfare check on a 62-year-old woman. Now, the, in, this, in this house, three women live there. The 43-year-old Stephanie Hilburn This 62-year-old woman, Patricia Barter, and this other woman, Deborah Eglin. So these three women are living in this house in upstate New York. And then and then one of the women, the 62-year-old woman, she ends up dying of an overdose, yet the 43-year-old woman still partied and entertained and had had people over the house. And the other roommate, too, she knew what was going on. And the two of them got nervous when police officers asked to speak with their with their roommate but their the roommate was was dead and when police finally wanted to get to the bottom of this, they, they showed up at the house. The, the two roommates said, well, yeah, she's, 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 in her, she's in her bedroom. Okay. But the police showed up. She had been dead for a long time. When they, when they finally found her, um, they think the woman, again, in her 60s, died of a drug overdose. But there were parties at that house. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. (laughs) And that dead body wasn't found until until after after there were there there were parties held at the house and, and now the one roommate is being charged with hiding the corpse of 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 her of her dead roommate who I think what ama- what amazes me the most is that when they were having parties with this dead body nobody thought there was a suspicious smell in the place nobody smelled the the rotting corpse or did people think you know what 
that's just the normal smell at this house, and they became nose blind to it. You would think that would be like the number one tip off. Like, you know, they keep having these parties over here, but I don't like to go because something smells fishy. Or were they so much on drugs that they didn't care how bad it smelled? Because it seems to me if this old woman overdosed on drugs, that means the entire house must have been on drugs that they're constantly having these parties. So I'm thinking they just had drug-fueled ragers, and they just didn't care. Well, it was an anonymous phone call to the police that uh, that that led them to this situation. So maybe the person who made the anonymous phone call, maybe they smelled something fishy at that house uh, during one of these parties. Yeah, you, you're constantly going to these parties and your favorite party animal wasn't there anymore. It was a party house. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what? She hasn't been to, the, to these parties. What's going on here? <laughs> I'm on meth. I've never. I've, it was a wild story I saw, and I've never. I've never seen really anything like this before, with a a woman who's been arrested and charged with hiding her roommate's dead body while having people over for parties. So was the third roommate in on it? Like, how did she not notice that the the second roommate, the dead roommate, was missing? That's a that's a good question, Coleman, because. She was nervous when the cops showed up too. So so she knew something was going on that she knew that she had to know that the the, the third roommate was dead. But I don't know she she hasn't been charged with hiding the mm. dead roommate's corpse. Only only the the other woman, the one woman was charged with hiding the dead roommate's corpse while other people came over and partied. I mean, other than the smell of rotting flesh, I, I hear they throw some good parties. Yeah, and, and, you know, it made me think of that TV show, The Golden Girls, because, you know, the, these women, these older women were, were living together, but uh, they, The Golden Girls was 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 a fun, funny show. So I've... I've, I've some story, um, and again, this this has been going on for for a while because they said that that this woman has been evading police since February, and she just got arrested yesterday. February, March, April, May, June, July. It's a long time August. to hide a hide a corpse of of. Of your roommate. Well, was she evading the police since February, or did the woman die recently and the uh, the wellness check just happened, just happened to happen, like somebody decided? Because th- those could be two unrelated incidences. Like, she just did something else that she was evading police for other than just hiding the body. That just came later on. The parties have been going on since February, and she just oh. got arrested yesterday, and here we are in August. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you know, usually when when a roommate dies, you you call the cops right then when the roommate dies. Yeah, but if she did that, if she called if she called the cops right when the roommate died, the cops would have came and took all of the drugs. And you can't have the party without the drugs. And the, and the parties, the parties. Yeah, you can't have the parties without the drugs. Well, that's probably why she she didn't call the cops and 
it took an anonymous phone call from one of these party goers or somebody. I think it was the the drug dealer. He's probably wondering where one of his favorite customers went. You know, I haven't heard from my favorite customer in a while. Let me call and make sure she's still alive. That's that, that's someone getting arrested for something I've never seen before. You you hid, you were arrested and charged with hiding the corpse of your dead roommate for several months. I mean, it, it, your roommate was hidden. <laughs> Anyways, just when you thought you saw it all. Uh, coming up on the show this morning, you know, there's a bunch of Saints fans, season ticket holders, who are who are upset because to go to the Saints games, you're going to have to show that you've been vaccinated. You're going to have to show your 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 proof of a of a vaccine, or at least that you tested negative in the last 72 hours before that Saints game, tested negative of of, of coronavirus. The Saints are not giving any of their season ticket holders a refund, their money back, if they ask for it because of this. That that has a, a bunch of people upset. The Saints have to give their, their ticket holders a refund if they don't want to get vaccinated, right? They're not doing so. Stay tuned for that. And uh, there's a lot we got to get to on the show this morning. Hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, classic rock station. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland. Here. And the latest James Bond actor his name is Daniel Craig. He's making news. Well, besides the fact that a, a new James Bond movie is coming out in, in the near future. But he was doing in, an interview. And one of the things he said in the interview made some news. He said 
that he's going to get rid of his money because inheritance is distasteful. <laughs> he's worth around $150 million, and, and, and much of that money came from him being James Bond. But he, but he said he's not going to leave most of his money to his kids because he thinks that that's distasteful. He said he has no plans to leave an inheritance to his children. He said, quote, I don't want to leave great sums to the next generation. I think inheritance is quite distasteful. My philosophy is get rid of it or give it away before you go. Now, he's not the only rich guy who has, who has said that. Well, when he says give it away before it goes, what he, he means give it away from somebody other than his family because he could give it away to his family. That's still giving it away. But, but he, he, he thinks that's distasteful, Coleman. He thinks inheritance is distasteful. So he doesn't mind giving his money away, just not to his family. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, he also said, isn't there an old adage that if you die a rich person, you failed? I can see how that would make sense. He's not the only really rich person to say that. I mean, Bill Gates and his wife, they said that they're going to give all their money away and not to their not to their kids. There are there are people who who think it's wrong to give your kids tons of money that that you've made because that's not good for the kids. Your your kids should know what it's like to have to work yeah, for, but for a living. I'm sure they have a safety blanket or a safety net, though. I'm not sure. I, I don't think he's not Daniel Craig and the, uh, people that believe that are going to leave their children absolutely nothing. They have to give them something to work off of, right? Even if they were, you know, under the tutelage of their, you know, being parent. What, what am I trying to say? Before they turn 18, maybe an allowance or something like that. They got to give them something to start off with. But after that, yeah, cut them off. I mean, I'm sure they'll give their kids uh, and leave their kids a, a, a few bucks, but but they're not. And some of these really, really rich people I've read about, they're not leaving their kids a ton of money. They're they're not they're not leaving their kids enough money where they're not going to have to work. They they, they want their kids to to know what it's like to look, this is what you have to do. This is what I did. I worked and 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 I made a, mo- a lot of money. I want you to be like your parents. And, and so look and, and and James Bond's case, he flat out says that inheriting a lot of money is distasteful. Is it's not cool. Well, you kind of clarified it cuz when you when you read a headline like that, it makes it seem like He's going to leave them with absolutely nothing, which isn't the case. It seems like the the people that believe in that philosophy may give themselves, may give their kids something that they can work with, but not 
millions and millions, just maybe enough to get along throughout the work day, maybe something to help them out every now and then, something to get them started. They're not going to leave them completely broke, but they're going to give them just enough to get themselves started and become an independent person, a safety net, a blanket, in other words. Yeah, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm 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 sure that his kids and and like I said, he's he's worth a hundred and sixty million dollars. He he's got one twenty nine year old daughter, and he recently had another daughter uh, three years ago. He's worth about $160 million. Uh, much of that came from, from the James Bond movies, from being James Bond. But Bill Gates has said the same thing. B- Bill Gates has said he's not leaving his daughters, his children, that much money. He's going he's gonna to give it away to people who need it. Because Bill Gates doesn't think that that's, that's cool either. I I'm just trying to think if if I had tons and tons and tons of money, I would probably, as I'm getting older, I would probably put my kids in charge of that money instead of giving it away. I'm, that's just what, what I'm thinking. Yeah, but when you have that much money, you can have your kids well off and still give it. You know, like, the, the, like Bill Gates' money? Bill Gates can give like 99% of his fortune away and still have enough for his kids to work with as they get older, that 1%. So when you have that much of money, you make it seem like he's not going to give the kids anything. But he is. Bill Gates has enough money to give his kids something to stand on and give the 99% of his fortune away to the rest of the world for whatever, charity and donations and altruistic philanthropy and all that. He has that much money. He's not leaving his kids completely broke. I'm quite sure whatever he leaves his kids is going to be much more than what you and I are making, even if he gets 99% of his fortune away. Well, I just found this interesting, and, and then it made me think what I would do if I had, if I had that much cash. I, 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 would, I mean, you would think these people, both Bill Gates and Daniel Craig, you would, you, you would think they'll, they'll leave their kids some cash. They're not going to leave them broke. I mean, Dr. Dre who is one of the richest guys in in the world, he's got a daughter who's living not only out of a car, but it's out of a used car right now. Yeah, but she's also 38 years old, which means maybe Dr. Dre is trying to teach her accountability, maybe. Because I'm thinking, if you're Dr. Dre's daughter, how can you not get a job somewhere? You don't have to live on your dad's money because you can just go anywhere and say, I'm Dr. Dre's daughter, will you hire me? And most people would hire you, right? I, I don't know. Not if, not, not if she's not a good employee. Exactly. Now you're learning. So why should she profit off of Dr. Dre's billions just because she's, her, uh, he's, she's his daughter if she's not a good person in general? Maybe this is a life lesson that Dr. Dre is trying to teach his daughter. Be a better person. Be accountable. Be ethical. Be somebody that can work for a living. And then if she sold some kind of promise, maybe he would dish us something. But you Coleman, th- Coleman, you would think most people who have millions and millions of dollars would would take care of their kids, would would 
leave their kids the majority of that money when they're when they're dying. But we're not we're not seeing that here. Yeah. What here's what with Dr. Dre's daughter's case, I'm I think it's a life lesson. Maybe the daughter has shown that she was irresponsible with money. Maybe the daughter has shown that she doesn't appreciate the type of money she, or she feels entitled. I'm quite sure there's a reason Dr. Dre doesn't want to give. The daughter some money and it goes well beyond oh I'm being selfish. Well we don't we don't know details of that situation. All we know is what the is what the press reports and all we know about the Dr. Dre situation is that he's got a thirty eight year old daughter who's not only living out of a car, it's it's not even a new car. She's living out of a used car at thirty eight years old. That sounds hard. That's all that's all we know. That sounds horrible. Doesn't it? Yeah, but, I mean, it's not Dr. Dre's fault. She's a grown-ass woman, right? Hey, what do you, if you're listening right now, what do you, what do you think when, when you hear stories like this? Really, really rich people saying that, uh, I, I don't think it's cool for my kids to, to have the millions and millions of dollars that I had. I mean, they... In, in in this case right here with James Bond, with the actor who plays James Bond, Daniel Craig, he says inheritance is distasteful. And again, you, you, you'd think that they'd leave them some money, but, but they, they're not leaving them the majority of their of their millions and millions and millions of dollars. Well, Daniel is going to get a lot more than Quentin Tarantino's mom. Because Quentin Tarantino says he's not giving his mom a dime. Yeah, we, we we did that story, and but we also said why, because she told him he shouldn't be writing so much when he's a kid, and that, and and that's why Quentin Tarantino isn't doing that. And and his mom isn't destitute. I mean, his mom isn't broke living on the streets. I'm I'm sure if his mother had issues that that she needed money that that Quentin Tarantino would, would probably take care of her because she is his mom. But if, do you think, I mean, if you had tons of money, would you just leave it to your kids if you were, if you were on your way out? Or, or do you think, no, nah, it's best for my kids to, to have to work for their money? I mean, that's what we're seeing with some really rich people. You could text us. 504-260-9595. Keep your text short. If it's good, we'll read it coming up next on the show. And please never text while you're driving. I find this fascinating. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. If you're just joining us, we were talking about uh, the actor who plays James Bond, uh, Daniel Craig. There, there's a new James Bond movie coming out in the near future. And he was just doing an interview and he said that inheritance is distasteful and he's going to get rid of all of his money. He's worth around $160 million. He's got one older child and one younger child and a couple of kids and uh, he doesn't believe in giving them all of that money because again, he said inheritance is distasteful. Bill Gates said that he's going to give away most of his money. I mean, I'm sure they're going to leave their kids a few bucks, but they're giving away millions and millions and millions of dollars. 
and, and they're not giving it to their kids. And I, I said, boy, if, if I had that much money, I would probably leave the majority of it to, to my kids, family members. I, I asked you to text us, what do you think of this? What would you do if you had that kind of cash? Paul F. says, it's all about building character. If you give and give to your children as they grow up, they won't know their true worth. Make them earn it. That's true, Paul. Blair from the West Bank says, have a clause. Like, be successful in something, education, job, business, something. And if they can make it on their own for about five to ten years, then they get the inheritance. That makes sense, Blair. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm, I'm just thinking, I mean... I, you, you just you just can't give your kids all of that money without them having to to try to do something on their own, right? Right, and I think that's the point. Like this text says, raise good children, not trust fund babies, and they'll understand the responsibility of having all that money. Hey, we appreciate the text. We always do, and and feel free to text us at any time during the show. Text us whatever you want to text us, and if it's good, we will. Uh, We'll, we'll read it on the air. Always keep it short. And, and please never, ever text while you're driving. Uh, from Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, J.O. Here with you. Remember the uh, story? We talked about it on the show. It made a lot of news. How someone who was walking Lady Gaga's dogs got shot. And, and the dogs were kidnapped. They were dog-napped. But then they were, they, were, they were found and the people that did it were arrested. Remember that story? Well, the, the, the guy who was Lady Gaga's dog walker, the, the guy who got shot, the guy who was walking the dogs, his name is Ryan Fisher. He's making news because he says he feels abandoned and now he set up a GoFundMe and he's begging for donations. You would think Lady Gaga would have taken care of that guy, right? I mean, here he is walking her dogs. He gets shot. Her dogs get kidnapped. And they, they were later they were later found and the people that did it were arrested. But you would have thought Lady Gaga because when this first happened, she offered a half a million dollars cash to anybody that could return the dogs. you mm-hmm. but but here's the guy who, who was walking her dogs and who was shot. Here he is now saying he's he's broke. He doesn't have any money, and he set up a GoFundMe, and and his GoFundMe is looking for $40,000 to help buy him a van so he can drive back home to where he's from in New York. This happened in Los Angeles. He's from New York, and, and he says he, he needs the, the $40,000 so he could buy a van to drive himself across the country, back where he's from. Don't, don't you think Lady Gaga should have taken care of that? No, you don't need $40,000 to buy a van to go to New York. You can buy a plane ticket to New York. 
You could catch a, a train to New York. You don't need $40,000 to buy a van to go to New York. He's trying. This is, no, he's taking advantage of, a, of his 15 minutes of fame. If he just wants to go to New York, anybody can buy him a ticket to go to New York if that's really what he wants to do. $40,000. You can, you can buy a used van for $4,000 that can get you across the country if you want to do it. $40,000? But, Coleman, if she's if she offered a half a million dollars that's her in dog, cash. That's her dogs and her money. For, for, for the dogs. The, the, the dog walker who got shot walking her dogs doesn't have any money. Don't no. you think she should have thrown him a few bucks? He, she probably did. Who's to say she we, didn't? We, we don't know. We, exactly. We don't know. But I know it doesn't take $40,000 to get a van and go to New York. That's a that's a complete scam. Screw that guy. He, he's off his rocker for that one. The audacity of that dude. Well, slow down here. A half a million dollars is nothing to Lady Gaga. But forty thousand. That, that's, that's, but that, this dude. That's not whatever this dude is trying to do is not Lady Gaga's responsibility. It's not the dogs were Lady Gaga's responsibility because that was her dogs and she loves her dogs. But this dude that she hired the Walker dogs is not her responsibility. But but slow down here. If if she if she offered a half a million dollars right. to get her dogs back, right? Don't you think she should make sure that the the guy who was walking her dogs when they were kidnapped and he got shot, mm-hmm. the guy who got shot walking her dogs, don't you think she should make sure he's okay because he's obviously not okay right now. He's he's alive, right? But he's begging. He set up a GoFundMe, and he's begging for $40,000. But think about what he just said. He's begging for $40,000 to go to New York. How much does a plane ticket from Los Angeles to New York cost? But don't you think Lady Gaga should have taken care of this maybe, or should be taking maybe, care of this guy? Maybe she did. We don't know. I think this guy is using the publicity to to, uh, to cop up on some extra money. I don't think this is legit at all. And if, I, if I was Lady Gaga, I'd be like, no, I'll, I'll, I'll help you out with your hospital bills. And if you want to go to New York, I can fly you to New York. But $40,000 for a van to drive to New York? No, there's something fishing about that. No, it doesn't take that much money to go to New York. He set up a GoFundMe. He said, this is not easy. This is not an easy thing to ask. He's 40 years old. His name is Ryan Fisher. And uh, he's he, he basically um, says that he's he's got nothing. He's broke. So Lady Gaga, obviously, Coleman, didn't help him out that much. He was a dog walker. How much money do you think he had before he got shot? That was his job. His profession was to walk dogs. How much money do you think a dog walker makes? That's not Lady. Once again, that's not Lady Gaga's fault that he chose that profession. I think he's trying to come up on some quick money. He's using the publicity of what happened with the Lady Gaga situation to take advantage of the sympathetic hearts out there. Well, you might be right. I mean, he says, at times I was scared, I was lonely, I felt abandoned, and I felt unsupported. I've had long bouts of depression. Uh, all of this since being shot walking Lady Gaga's dogs. So he doesn't have a cousin, a nephew, a brother, a family member that can help him out with a, a plane ticket to New York? So you think he's looking for I think for, he, for a yes. payday from Lady yeah, Gaga? Yeah, 40000 Shouldn't damn he dollars. get one? He was shot walking her dogs and whose fault is that lady gaga's fault i'm not saying it was her fault i think i think she she's did. got so much money right that you think she'd be able to help this dog walker a little bit and she probably did maybe just not with a forty thousand dollar van but maybe she did help out with hooking up with a doctor or something like that 
maybe, you know, a, a card? Well, um, as of a couple of days ago, he, he only had $4,500 raised in the GoFundMe, and he's looking. That's more money than I for, have, so for, he's doing better than me already. He's, Look, he's, he's, he's doing, doing better, better than me already. Maybe I should go out there and walk some dogs. Um, text us if you want. This looks pretty, I mean, it looks it looks pathetic, but the guy walking Lady Gaga's, the guy who got shot walking Lady Gaga's dogs is, is looking for cash on a GoFundMe right now. Hey, um, coming up next, to go to a Saints game, you have to show your vaccination card or at least show that you've had a negative COVID vaccine test in the last 72 hours. And the Saints... They're not going to refund your tickets if you don't want to do that. Do you think they should? That's coming up next uh, on this morning's Big O here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, classic rock station. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. If you're just joining us, we were talking about a guy who got shot when he was walking Lady Gaga's dogs. He was Lady Gaga's dog walker. And you remember the story? It was from a few months ago. We talked about it. It made a lot of news out in Los Angeles. Lady Gaga's dogs got kidnapped and the the guy who was walking the dogs when they got kidnapped he got shot and they and they they took the dogs and and, and then lady gaga offered a half a million dollars for the return of her dogs she got her dogs back the cops found out about what happened and and the cops out there arrested 
the people who shot the dog walkers and then kidnapped Lady Gaga's dogs. Again, she she got the dogs back, and and I don't think it cost her a half a million dollars. I I think the, the police figured out who did it. Well, her dog walker is making news right now because he set up a GoFundMe. He said he's looking for $40,000. He wants to go back to where he's from in New York on the other side of the country, and he's looking for $40,000 to buy a van. That's why he set up a GoFundMe. Um, But Lady Gaga already paid for his medical bills. I think they were almost $100,000. It cost $97,000 that she paid for his medical bills. Um. So I think he's trying to stretch out his 15 minutes of fame here, trying to get an extra $40,000 through GoFundMe. And we've talked about GoFundMes before on the show. Uh, many GoFundMes are righteous. They help people out who need it. I think this guy here is just trying to get a few extra bucks uh, from from how he became famous in the first place. And, and so I, I don't think it's fair to say, well, geez, Lady Gaga should throw him an extra 40 grand here if he's looking for that, when she already paid $97,000 for his medical bills from being shot from walking her dogs. So um, that, that's what we were we were we were just talking about, and I think this guy's just trying to. Uh, we we've seen GoFundMe's that I'm, I'm not calling this GoFundMe fraudulent, but I, but I think this guy is trying to stretch out his his 15 minutes of fame that that he got for getting shot while he was walking Lady Gaga's dogs. All right, it, it's time for us to do the Big O. Yeah, cover your ears, Chase. Well, well, hello and good morning to Chase, uh, who's nine years old, and I think he's on his way to school. And uh, uh, thank you for listening to the show, Chase. Uh, We we, we appreciate it. Uh, The Big O is a segment we do uh, a little bit after 7 o'clock every morning. It's a story that makes me go, huh? And this one... The, the the Saints are making all of their fans, all of the season ticket holders who, who are going to the games this year. And, and by the way, the, the, the first Saints home game, it's a preseason game, it's Monday night coming up. And if you want to go see the Saints in the Caesars Superdome, you need to show your... Vaccine card, the, the the card you get when you get the vaccine shot for, for coronavirus. You either have to show that or you have to show them that you've had a negative coronavirus test in the last 72 hours. If, if you don't do that, not only aren't they going to let you in to the Saints game, but, but even if you paid for a ticket, you're not going to get a refund. And there's a bunch of people who are upset about that. As a matter of fact, the Attorney General of the state of Louisiana, Jeff Landry, 
he's calling upon lawmakers to withhold any funding that goes to the New Orleans Saints organization until the Saints change that refund policy. He thinks that the Saints should give their their season ticket holders their money back if they don't want to show them the the vaccination card. Wow. That's something, huh? Now the Saints they can do whatever they want because it's it's their business. And if they are agreeing with the city of New Orleans in saying to go inside anywhere, because you know this just started a few days ago on Monday, to go into any restaurant, any bar in the city, um, any gym, or any, any place where they're having a ball game that's inside, and that includes the Superdome, the city says you have to show your vaccination card or at least show proof that you've tested negative in the last 72 hours uh, test negative of of having covid-19 the saints are just doing what the city of new orleans is saying needs to be done but the attorney general of the state is telling lawmakers to to withhold all funding going to the saints until they change that policy that could be they're not giving any refunds to season ticket holders and i'm sure there are there are some i don't know how many who haven't gotten vaccinated so they don't have a a vaccination card the the saints aren't going to let you in and they're not giving your money back how do you feel about that well here's how i feel about it what if you just want your money back if you're a season ticket holder and it has nothing to do with whether or not you got vaccinated or you had the vaccine card? Let's just say, hey, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan now. I'm not a New Orleans Saints fan. Can I get a refund for my season no, ticket? No, you can't do that. Why not? Like, why? what's the point? You, of, you like, bought season tickets to the Saints. I, I know that. I understand that. But I don't, I'm not going to use them anymore. I want a refund. So, like, why does it have to be a vaccination thing? Let's, let's say I just want a refund in general for whatever reason. Maybe I'm moving to a new country. Maybe I got a new job and I have to move to London, Paris, and I can't make the games. That like, doesn't really happen, Coleman. I mean, there's a long list of people waiting to, to get to, to get season tickets. There's, I understand there's a long that, line. but what my point is, I should not need an excuse to get a refund back if I want a refund, right? If I just want a refund for whatever reason, maybe, maybe it's a major life change. Maybe I have to go to another country because of a new job, and I'm not going to be able to attend the games. For some reason, I'm not going to be able to make the games, so why can't I get my money back? Like, what's, why does it have to, you know, can, can I not get my money back if I can't make the games? I don't think there are very many people or any people at all who buy Saints season tickets and then say, well, hey, I need my money back because I'm leaving. But if, if they did, would they get their money back? Just because a lot of people don't do it shouldn't uh, disqualify me from getting a refund if somebody if something does happen. Like if I go to move to Canada or Mexico and I can't make the games, you're telling me I, that's it, I just have to take that L? Even if it has nothing to do with the vaccine or the virus, I just want a refund because I can't make the games? I, I can't imagine that happening because they're for it, for for a long could you not? <laughs> for for a long time, Coleman. But even if it could happen, you still you should still be able to get your money back if you if there's a reason you can't attend the games, right? So you say it doesn't matter what the reason is right. why why their season ticket holders would want their money back. They should just get their money back, right? 
No matter what the uh, reason is, it shouldn't have to do with COVID or not. And that means when somebody does want a refund, they're going to have to ask why. Like, why do you want the refund? Oh, because I don't want to show my card. That means nobody's entitled to a refund, even if it's not about the vaccination card. And that's, and that's the part that really sucks. For several years, there has been a long list of people. I mean, thousands of people waiting to buy season tickets for the New Orleans Saints. They haven't been able to buy them because there are none. They're, they're, mm-hmm. it's, it's filled up. Right. It has been, it has been filled up. So for that a long means, time. So think about that then. That means even if the Saints did allow you to get a refund, well, somebody's right there in line waiting to buy him again, so you're not really missing out. Give me my money back, and you're going to make that money right back because there's a long line for season tickets. So it's not really a loss on New Orleans if I want a refund. It's not on, on the Saints if, it's, if I want a refund because they're going to make the money right back. They could even sell it for more because the demand is higher now. The, hey. the way I look at it, the Saints can do whatever they want to do. It's their business. They... If if they want to refund people's season ticket holders money because they're not gonna they don't want their tickets anymore, that's up to the Saints. Uh, yeah, but could they change the rules in the middle of the game? Let's say they did they did have a refund policy in place, but they just changed it now. You mean to tell me if I bought my tickets before the uh, the refund policy change, I'm, I'm still not entitled to a refund because it changed in the middle after like after I bought. The tickets. Look, I know there's a lot of people who are pissed off about having to 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 show me your papers to get in anywhere, including a Saints game. Um, but that's the policy in the city of New Orleans right now. I think it stinks, to be honest with you. Um, but the Saints, as a business, they can they can do whatever they want. And now you've got the Attorney General telling lawmakers here in Louisiana withhold funding all monies that are going to the New Orleans Saints until the Saints change that refund policy. Because the Saints right now are saying, we're not refunding your money if if you don't want to get vaccinated and don't want to come to the game. Don't tell us about that. We're not refunding your money. And you've got the Attorney General saying the state should withhold funding all money to the Saints until they change that ticket refund policy. Wow. That's a big one. What do you think if you're listening right now? I I mean, are you a Saints season ticket holder? You have to get vaccinated then. Or at least take a COVID test 72 hours or less before you go to the game and show them that if you want to get into the game. Are, are there are there a lot of people asking for their money back because they don't want to get the vaccination shot? If we're talking about it, that must mean there is somebody asking for their money back. Uh, text us, do you think the Saints should give ticket holders, season ticket holders, their money back if they don't want to get a vaccination shot? Because right now their policy is they're not refunding money to, to people who uh, who aren't getting the shot or, or don't want to prove that they have had a negative COVID test in the last 72 hours before they go into the game. Text us. What do you think of the Saints policy? Do you agree with the Attorney General Jeff Landry? that uh, they should change their ticket refund policy and they should give people 
their money back if they don't want to get the coronavirus shot. Text us, 504-260-9595. Keep your text short. If it's good, we'll read it coming up next on the show. Please never text while you're driving. Look, the Saints can do whatever they want to do. And now you've got the Attorney General telling lawmakers to stop all funding going to the Saints until they change that uh, ticket refund policy and they and they give people their money back if they don't want to get the coronavirus shot. Wow, this is something, huh? Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. A diver recently found and returned a prosthetic leg that was at the bottom of a lake. The owner was very relieved and thankful because she said a replacement would have cost her an arm and a... Hey, hey, coming up next on the show, your texts on should the Saints refund season ticket holders' money who, who don't show a, a vaccination card that they've been vaccinated from, uh, from, from the coronavirus because there's a bunch of season ticket holders, I guess, that, that haven't gotten the, the shot yet. And they, to go to a game, they have to, they have to show the card or at least prove that they've tested negative for coronavirus in the last 72 hours. Um, your texts on that, Coming up next, because the Saints have a policy, they're not going to refund the the season ticket holders' money um, for that. That's next on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. If you're just joining us, this morning's Big O is about the, the Saints and they have a policy, and they're not going to refund anybody's money if if they're not going to go to the game because they're not getting vaccinated, and they're not going to they're not going to show a, a a a vaccination card. They also have the opportunity, fans do, to um to 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 show them a negative coronavirus test. In the past 72 hours, the 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 first home game is is a, their first home preseason game, which is this Monday night. And and to go inside anywhere in New Orleans, any restaurant, any bar, any gym, any place where other people are going to be, you have to show them your your vaccination card, or at least proof that you've tested negative for coronavirus in the past 72 hours. And that includes inside the Caesars Superdome for the for the Saints games. Um, and, and there's a bunch of fans that are upset about it. I know th- there have been some people that, that said, well, season ticket holders say, I, I want, I, I don't want to go um, if, if you're going to make that be the case. And, and the Saints have a policy they're not going to refund season ticket holders' money if they don't want to use their tickets and, and, and go to the game. Um, 
and the Attorney General Jeff Landry has called upon lawmakers in Louisiana to withhold Saints funding until the team changes that ticket refund policy. I asked you to text us. What do you think about this? The first text says, refunds aren't guaranteed on everything you buy. You can't buy a car and then take it back and get your money. That's true. Coleman, it doesn't work that way. You can sell your tickets online or something. That's from Ange K. This text says, there's not a long line for season tickets this year. A lot of us have been getting calls called back. Uh, on a, a lot of us who are on the list have been getting calls back. This text says, the Saints have always had a no refund policy. This text says, no refund allowed if the games have, if the games have been played. Buy beware. That's been their policy for a long time. Yes, you should refund them. Conditions have changed since the original contracts were signed. This text says, why is the state funding the Saints for anything to begin with? Well, the Saints do get money. I mean, I mean to, 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 to refurbish the Superdome, that, that, a lot of that was taxpayer money. This text says, if you test positive and can't get in the, get in the game, do you get a refund then? I don't know. Like, even if you have the vaccination, you could be COVID positive and still still go in because you have the vaccine. It's not whether or not you test positive or not, right? It's about whether you're vaccinated or not. Yeah, and and look, th- look, the Saints they can do whatever they want to do. With if if they decide they don't want to refund the the money, if people don't want to go to the game, they they can do that. Um, if obviously if they do want to refund the money, they can do that. What's interesting, one of the texters said. There's not that long of a line for season tickets anymore. I know there, there was for, for a long time. I wonder if that has anything to do with Drew Brees retiring and him not being behind center anymore. Um, I don't know exactly how long the line is to get season tickets. I know they're still filled up with season ticket holders, but their policy is they're doing what the city of New Orleans is doing. They're saying that you have to show your 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 vaccination card or at least show proof that you've tested negative for coronavirus in the last 72 hours if you want to go in there and watch a football game and their policy is they're not going to refund any 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 money from from people who don't do that this text says ticket holders can sell their tickets at a profit so why even fight the refund policy you just go online yeah well when it comes to refunding um season ticket holders remember when they said that uh, it was like 4,000 season ticket holders had their seats uh, destroyed because they was renovating the Superdome. When they the latest renovation, about 4,000 season ticket holders, their seats disappeared because they in the corners of the end zones, they added something they called a Vomitron. Yeah, so do they get their money back since their seats are gone, or do they get reseated somewhere else? The Saints said they were going to try to reseat those people. Hmm, okay. Anything to keep the money, in other words. <laughs> oh, boy. That's uh, such is life. So Coleman brought up an interesting point. I mean, did they did they refund people's money in the past? Like if season ticket holders said that, uh, I, I don't want my tickets. I, 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 don't, I don't want tickets to this anymore. Give it. I, I, I don't think they, when you buy season tickets, they're your tickets for the season. And, and again, you can sell them on your own. But, but yeah, that's what a couple of texts said. Like, but it, it's it not up. It's, it's not up to the team to refund your your season tickets after you already bought them. Right. 
I never bought season tickets, so I, I just assumed it should have a, a a buyback policy, a refund policy, but I guess it doesn't. Certain things don't. Hey, we appreciate the text. And again, like 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 I said, the the, the Saints as an organization, they, they can do whatever they want. I just found it wild how the Attorney General, Jeff Landry, has now called upon state lawmakers, state senators and state representatives to withhold funding that goes to the Saints until the team changes that ticket refund policy. Because there are, you know, there are some season ticket holders that don't want to get vaccinated. You, you know that's the case. Uh, look, we always appreciate your texts, and you could keep texting us, and if they're good, we will, we will read them on the air. You could text us anytime during our show about anything you want, and we, we, we always appreciate that, and we're looking for good texts, and if they're good, we will, uh, we will read them on the show. Uh, coming up next, there's a really good show coming into New Orleans this weekend that I want to tell you about. We, we still have a lot of stuff we have to get to. Hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, J.O. here with you. Tom Petty there. And on Saturday night... A bunch of local musicians who are all in different original bands around New Orleans, they get together every once in a while, and they play Tom Petty songs, and they call themselves Temps Petit. I guess Tom Petty in French. And uh, they're playing Saturday night at Tipitina's. And on on the phone now is the guy who's in charge of Tipitina's, it's my friend Tank. What's up, Tank? Hey, hey, what's up, fellas? How you doing? I remember the last time these guys played there, we had them come in our, our studio here, and they played my show live, and they did a few Tom Petty songs. They were awesome. We wanted to do that again this morning, but because of the rising coronavirus numbers around here, we, we, we couldn't have that happen, and that, that bummed me out. But those guys, they're they're playing Saturday night at Tipitina's, and it's it's a great Tom Petty tribute show. Yeah, it's actually the best Tom Petty tribute show. I, you know, it's not something that you see a whole lot of people trying to emulate Tom Petty, but to see a group of local guys get together and play some good old fashioned rock and roll, it's a special thing. And they crushed it last time they were at Tipitina's, so we're super excited to have them come back. You know. Well, yeah, I want to talk more about that in a, in, a, in a second, but tomorrow night at Tipitina's, you've got a free Cowboy Mouth show. Yeah, man. Uh, Cowboy Mouth is, you know, we've talked about it plenty of times before. Fred LeBlanc, Cowboy Mouth, one of the most electrifying bands you'll ever see. It's like a rock and roll soul revival. Um, No one leaves a Cowboy Mouth without a smile beaming from ear to ear on their face. It's so much fun. It's, It's just great. Fred's great, and people always have a good time when they come out, and that's just the sort of thing people need these days. No doubt about it. So that's tomorrow night on Tipitina's free Friday nights. Uh, Cowboy Mouth playing for free. And there's no doubt Fred LeBlanc is a showman. And it's always a good time 
when you when you see those guys. So tomorrow night at Tipitina's, a free show with Cowboy Mouth. And then Saturday night, it's the Tom Petty tribute, uh, Temps Petit. And, and... <laughs> Temps Petit, yeah. yeah. Tom Petit, I believe. It's French, you know that. Yeah, and those guys, they don't do this very often, Tank. They, um... Like I said, they're all New Orleans musicians. They're in other bands. They're in other original bands. But they decided, I guess after Tom Petty died, to get together once in a while and do this. And and I think it's a great decision they made. Absolutely. I mean, there's there's no one that plays rock and roll that isn't influenced by Tom Petty in some way. Like, such a great songwriter. The songs are just part of the rock and roll lexicon, I, I guess you'd call it. Um, these guys are awesome. And uh, ever since Tom Petty, you know, left this world, unfortunately, like there's there's plenty of people that love him, but so few people like take the time to really put on a show just in tribute to Tom Petty. So it's one of those special things. Very rare that they do it, so it's very exciting to have it come to Tipitina's this weekend. And I know most people who listen to this radio show and this radio station love Tom Petty. And, and Exactly. Who doesn't, man? I mean, who doesn't? Everyone loves Tom Petty. Even people that are not in the rock and roll world love Tom Petty. Yeah, and it sucked. I remember when when he died. That was a that was a shock because a he was much too young, but b nobody saw anything coming. And I I remember I, I was online somewhere and it just popped up in front of my face. It said Tom Petty just died. I I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. You know, it's it's one of those things where it, you know even just as a society, do sometimes we we take some things for granted. You just assume those people and those things that you love are just always going to be there. Um, so you got to kind of take advantage of the opportunity and enjoy it while it's near you, you know? Yeah, so that's Saturday night. And, and Tank, and by the way, we're talking with Tank. He, he, he runs Tipitina's, um, one, of, one of the best places, uh, not only in New Orleans to see live music, uh, one of the best places I ever, I've ever been in my life, in the country, in the world, to see live music. And, uh, and th- that's going to be Saturday night, the Tom Petty tribute and, and Tank, you just said, you know, we, we take a lot of things for granted, like Tom Petty, and then all of a sudden he was gone. With, with, this, with this damn pandemic, with, with this virus, that is, over the last year and a half, we've, we've, it showed us we've taken pretty much everything for granted. And I know Tips was shut down for a while, and you guys got back on your feet and you got going. Um. But to go into tips, just like to go inside any venue now here in New Orleans, um, people are going to have to show you when they when they go to the show, they're going to have to show you either their their vaccination card that they've been vaccinated, or show you that they've tested negative in the last three days for the coronavirus, right? Yeah, that's that's been the rules, and I know it's it's kind of a hot button thing. But honestly, most people have been coming there. There hasn't been any kind of major pushback. Like people get it. I know, I know it stinks. There, there's a lot going on, and it's it's difficult still to swallow sometimes. But if you had told me last year that this is what it's going to take to have live music indoors again, I would do a lot more than that just to make sure that we would get to see live music again. It's one of those things that again in New Orleans. There's so much music all the time, everywhere, that as soon as it disappeared last year, we all realized how big that hole was and how difficult it was going to be to fill. And, uh, you know, if, if this is the way it's got to be, it's the way it's got to be, quite honestly. Like, I, I can't envision a world without some kind of live music happening. I guess maybe because of my life, for my entire adult life, I guess. But, 
it's it's crazy. And every time we open up now, people are praising us and thanking us for, for making a way to be open just because they missed it so much and they missed Tipitina so much. So it's been very special the past couple of months being able to do shows again. Uh, I mean, I can't thank the world enough for how much they help us in our hour of need and how they've been coming out to support us even still. So it's, it's a real special thing. And I hope people take advantage of the opportunity while it's available. You know. Well, you, you said it best, Hank. Um, sure, there's a bunch of people that aren't happy about the rules right now. But if you go back a year, and, and, and just like you said, if you said, well, if, if this is what it takes to be able to go see live music again inside of a venue, I think most people would say, well, damn, I'll, I'll, it, hey, what, whatever. Um, what, what's the alternative? The alternative is nothing, shut it down, no live music. I mean, that's that's the alternative to this. So I so I think I, I think yeah sure there's a lot of people that aren't happy about it, but man, it's it's certainly better than the alternative. Well, well, tell you, now that now, now that you do have um, live performances at Tips, are you still doing Tips TV like the live streams of concerts, or now that you got live? A lot of these, yeah, I mean we uh, we're, we're not doing the pay per view series anymore. We might bring it back sometime down the road for you know if there's some special band that sells up quick and people want to see it, then yeah, hey, you know maybe we'll do like a five ninety nine pay per view or something like that. All right. Um, but a lot of our shows, not all of them, but a lot of them, we've been streaming for free on YouTube and stuff. Uh, there, there's a streaming company called Nugs.net that has permanently installed cameras. So, you know, it's it's not that we don't do it anymore. It's just we don't do it all the time. Um, it, you know, obviously we want people to come and buy a ticket. But we have been doing a lot of free streams. So even if you go to our YouTube page, you can scroll through and see dozens, if not probably a couple hundred shows of, over the past couple of years that we've got up there. So there's there's entertainment. we got to, you know. We got to give the people the music, however we can and however they can get it. So we're we're not excluding it. Uh, we're keeping it going whenever we can. Well, Tank, I I absolutely love Tipitinas. I I used to live right right near there, and and you used to see me staggering around that neighborhood a lot. And you you, you always you always let me in, and you always yeah. let me me in, and and I and I always appreciated that. And and again. Uh, this just isn't lip service. Tipitina's is a legendary place. It's one of the best places to see live music, not only in New Orleans, but in the damn country. And and I remember right before the pandemic, the ownership changed hands. The great New Orleans band, Galactic, bought the place. And then all of a sudden, the pandemic happened. And it's so amazing that you've been able to keep your head above water and you're you're open and you're you're doing live music again, and I I think it's just I I, I think it's great that that Tipitina is, is ruling the world again. Yeah, man, it's it's you know it, it's kind of an anomaly. Um, there's a lot of venues just like us that were able to get some of that save our stages money, the shuttered venue operators grant. Uh, they say that we're going to get it eventually. <laughs> we haven't gotten it yet, um, but luckily the world at large, the music world, the music community at large loves us and understands and really did come out in our hour of need. We, we did great with merchandise sales and fundraisers and even the, the Tipitina's TV pay-per-view series. We started the Tipitina's record club. Um, you know, we, we didn't want to sit around and wait and hope and, and say, well, someone will come in and save us. It's like, no, we just need to work and people will jump on board. If we start doing the work, people will want to join in because they love us. And like you said, one of the best music clubs in the country. I thought that long before I started working there. And since Galactic bought it and spent so much money updating the production, I would honestly say it's the best sounding room in town, and I would rival it against almost any room in the country. Well, Tank, it's always a pleasure having you on. And and 
If you're listening, Tipitina's is a place, without a doubt, definitely worth supporting. Tomorrow night, there's a free show there. It's free. It's Cowboy Mouth. And then Saturday night, it's the Tom Petty Tribute Band. Um, and, and and they're gonna they're, they're awesome. Um, we have, we've ha- had them play the show. Get out, support Tipitina's, support them this weekend. Thank you, uh, thank you, Tank. Uh, <laughs> For sure. I'll, I'll go ahead and lay out the gauntlet. Any of your listeners that find me this weekend, free sticker from Tipitina's. You can find Tank. And you said that you heard me on Bayou. Well, Tank, thanks for coming on the show. We'll see you soon, my friend. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. This weekend, don't forget, tomorrow night, a free show at Tipitina's. It's free. It's cowboy mouth. They're always fun. And then Saturday night, the Tom Petty tribute. A, a bunch of New Orleans musicians who are in original bands, they get together. They only do this once in a while. And then they call themselves Temps Pettit or, or Temps Petit. And don't forget, let's say you can't make tomorrow night's uh, Friday free Friday cowboy mouth. We're playing Tom Petty live in concert on Bayou 95.7 on our Friday night's live concert series. So you get Tom Petty free concert on Bayou, and you get to go see Tom Petty, the tribute band, Tom Petit at Tipitina. So that's, it's a wild Tom Petty weekend. That's right. Every Friday night here on Bayou, we do a cool live rock concert, and tomorrow night it just happens to be Tom Petty. Yep. So that's tomorrow night. And, boy, a lot going on. Um, get out and support Tipitina's though. I, I I love the place. They're they're great people, and 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 boy, um, it's it's great to see live rock and roll again here on Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. So the the new host of Jeopardy, the the man who replaced the late great Alex Trebek. He was a producer on Jeopardy. His name's Mike Richards. He's all he's he just publicly apologized because some people have found some past sexist remarks he's made. Oh man. Yeah. Now this wasn't a sexist remark on social media like Twitter or Facebook. It was a sexist remark on a podcast he was on. And, you know, there are a lot of people that weren't happy that he got this job. There's a lot of people who wanted LeVar Burton to get the job. And, and it kind of looked like an inside job when a producer of the show ended up getting the job to be the host of the show to replace Alex Trebek. Um, But... He was the executive producer of Jeopardy, and now he just apologized for derogatory comments he made about women on a podcast he hosted. Now, he hosted this podcast not while he was the executive producer of Jeopardy, but before he had that job, he was the executive producer of The Price is Right. And, and he was doing a podcast as well, and uh, he called a woman a hoe or some sort of hoe uh, while he was... Uh, that was it? That's all they found? Th- that's the main thing that they found, and he is now profusely apologizing for that. Because, but, dude, the host of Jeopardy cannot be calling women hoes. But what if that woman is a hoe? And he was literally saying it in context, like, this woman here is a hoe. 
But that could be true, Coleman. But that person cannot be the host of the show Jeopardy. I don't see why not. Here's the thing. I hate it when this happens. Every time somebody gets some kind of success, whether it's a contract, a record deal of a job, some player hater always has to go back through time, get in a DeLorean or their Doctor Who phone boot and try to find something damaging to hurt their career. Why, if, if you felt like it was that damaging at the time, why not speak out at that time? Why do you wait till they get something? Because nobody knew who he was at the time. Because nobody not- can. It's just, it should still be like that. So it's like if I get a record deal tomorrow, somebody's going to go back to 1958 and find something that I did in 1958 to try to damage me? Like, that's stupid. He just said there is no excuse, of course, for the comments I made on this podcast, and I am deeply sorry. He called it humbling to confront a terribly embarrassing moment of misjudgment, thoughtlessness, and insensitivity from nearly a decade ago. Um, he, he He's saying this because now he's got a dream job. He's the host of Jeopardy!, and now people are finding things that uh, well, no, they're, least, ser- uh, they're not finding. They're searching for it. Somebody didn't like this guy so much, they had to find something. They had to go all the way back a decade to find it. Find something recent. You know, that it, it, it would suck to not get a position because of something you did a decade ago. Like, we found out 10 years ago you said this or you did this. That's dumb. Well, we've seen it. We, we've done, we've done a, uh, several stories on, on things like this. How... Um, People have been called out for things. Usually it's on social media that they posted a while back. And usually it's right after they get a big break. Like right after they succeed in something or accomplish something, then they bring out the negatives. Nobody, most people did not know who Mike Richards was until he just got the gig to replace Alex Trebek as the host of Jeopardy. That's why this is coming out now, Coleman. Tell him player haters to calm the hell down. That's dumb. And that's why he's apologizing and, um, again... Yeah, most people can call people hoes if they are hoes. Not the host of Jeopardy, though. The the, the host of Jeopardy. So what if it, what if everybody got what they wanted and LeVar Burton got the job and they find out LeVar Burton called somebody a hoe? Are they going to get mad at LeVar Burton, too? I, I don't think so. Exactly. It's a double standard. Well, anyways, we'll, we'll see if, if this guy survives this. But the new host of Jeopardy is already being called out for things that he said before he was the host of Jeopardy, and um, we'll see if Jeopardy stands behind him, or, or we'll see if this uh, if, if this costs him a dream job. Um, coming up next, it's the dumbest thing I read all morning, and uh, I'll I'll give you a hint. Police have a skunk to thank for a recent arrest they made. We'll explain next on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. John Osterland here with you. And it's that time of our show where I tell you the dumbest thing I read all morning. Police are able to arrest man they were looking for after he was sprayed by a skunk. This happened in Madison, Wisconsin. And the Madison police say they were able to track down a man wanted in a weapons offense after he was sprayed by a skunk 
the other night. That's something that and it, they, they, they were looking for him. They couldn't couldn't see him, but they, they could smell him. Um, Monday night, they were sent to a neighborhood, the police, after getting reports of a man who looked like he was high on drugs and acting out of control while holding and waving a knife. The the man ran off, leading Madison, Wisconsin police officers to canvas the area. During the time he tried to hide, while he was hiding from police on drugs and holding a knife, he was sprayed by a skunk. So now the mystery question is, where do you suppose this guy was hiding that there just happened to be a skunk nearby? Was he in the wooded area? Was he in the forest? Was he in the alleyway? Was he in the, uh, at a dumpster? Like, where, did, where was he hiding? Wherever he was, Coleman, he was near a skunk. Okay, so I'm guessing he was hiding in the skunk enclosure at the zoo. Somewhere in Madison, Wisconsin, he was hiding near a skunk. Ew, yuck. Um, and, and the, the the cops were able to find the man because they he stunk. He stunk like a skunk. Thirty-seven-year-old Michael Ring. You idiot. Uh, he was he was arrested, but. He did a little bit more, too, this criminal. When the cops found him, not only did he stink, he was using his knife to cut tires on a vehicle. Police say they took him to the hospital for medical clearance before they booked him into jail on charges of discharging bodily fluids on a public safety worker. Uh-oh. Resisting arrest and disorderly conduct while armed. He was also charged with criminal damage to property. So, not only was he sprayed by a skunk, but he was cutting the tires of a vehicle and did he did he pee on somebody? They said bodily fluids. So I'm going to let, because they would say urination if that was the proper term. Or maybe he spit on it. Don't, I don't know. But no, bodily fluids, ugh. No, the charge in the police report right here, which I have in my hand, Coleman, it says he, he was arrested on charges of discharging bodily fluids see, on a public safety worker. See, Discharging suggests velocity. See, you can you can spit on somebody, right? But I wouldn't call that discharging. You you can urinate on somebody, and I would call that I wouldn't call that discharging. Discharging sounds like it had some power behind it. So I'm just gonna let your imagination figure that one out. But this story's bizarre. Yes, it is. It, it Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> it started out with 
police getting a call in Madison, Wisconsin, because there was a man who looked like he was on drugs and he was waving a knife. So the police showed up. They, they found the man because while he was hiding, a skunk sprayed him. But when they, when they found him, not only did he stink, he was using that knife to cut the tires of a vehicle. And then I'm looking at the police report, and one of the several things he was charged with was discharging bodily fluids on a public safety worker. Maybe those uh those skunk pheromones got him very, very, very excited. No, I see I, I see what you're thinking. Boy, that was a uh it turned out to be a pretty wild night for thirty seven year old Michael Ring. I'm on meth. In Madison, Wisconsin. I mean, all of this is dumb. Everything I just told you is dumb. That's why we do this segment. And this happened Monday night. It'd be nice to talk to Michael Ring on Tuesday and say, hey, how was your night last night? What'd you do? Well, anyways, the man who was hiding from police and was caught because he was sprayed by a skunk. That's the... And then all those other things. The dumbest thing I read all morning. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. 
Toyota. Let's go places.